Are you ready for the end of the world? This is Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again. The circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Your Community Spirit. My name is Tree Song. I will be your host for the day. Our other host, Orr, is uh, out of town once again on his many numerous adventures that he goes on out of town. Uh, but I believe he'll be back next week. But in the meantime, we've got plenty of good happenings and news for you here on Your Community Spirit. actually sent in any happenings this week, but with my, my infinite investigative reporter skills, I have uncovered a few happenings for you, uh, and by that I mean actually listening when people talk to me and reading the nightlife. <laughs> I, I'm definitely an investigative journalist. But let's see, we do have a few happenings for you. If you would like to send in your happenings for next time, you can contact me. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. Or you can call me, not during the show, I'll actually turn off my cell phone so it doesn't interrupt the show, <laughs> but uh, you can call me at 618-525-0625 if you have happenings here in Southern Illinois or beyond that you'd like to share. But in the meantime, our first happening is a film called An Inconvenient Truth. Now they're apparently having showings of this uh, across the country as a way of raising awareness about the issue of climate change. And that's an issue we often talk about here on Your Community Spirit, so I thought I'd mention this happening. It's showing locally on Saturday, that's tomorrow, at 6 p.m. at the Town Square Market, which I believe is 106 East Jackson. It's just down the street from the Long Branch and Trace Hombres, and that's 6 o'clock on Saturday. I've actually seen An Inconvenient Truth. It's very fascinating. I mean, since, since we've been talking about climate change here on Your Community Spirit for, oh, I don't even know, for, for years, I already knew much of the information. However, it's, it's presented in a good way, especially for people who are still kind of new to the idea or don't, haven't seen the graphs and all that. He actually cracks a lot of good jokes, and that's Al Gore's An Inconvenient Truth, showing in town here. Let's see. We also have, I actually haven't, haven't caught them yet this season, but there's 
a show called Alt.News, and it's SIU's astounding student television news magazine, Alt.News 2646, is having a new episode on this coming Sunday at 10.30 p.m. on WSIU-TV8. There will be profiles of Ohio Republican U.S. Representative Richard Martin, who's a, a, comedic, <laughs> a comedic character in the mold of Stephen Colbert's persona. And there's going to be all sorts of other stuff, too. But if you want to see it all, you'll have to tune in. It's WSIU-TV8 at uh, 10.30 p.m. on this coming Sunday. If I'm awake that late on Sunday, which I probably will be, I'll try to remember to tune in. other happenings. I've got to read this one. I just noticed in the nightlife here just because it involves free therapeutic massage, <laughs> which I'm a big proponent of the benefits of complementary and alternative health care. So let's see. Tis the season. Here's a unique and great chance for the whole family to relax amid the holiday rush. The Boys and Girls Club of Carbondale is holding their first annual St. Nick and Massage Therapy Holiday event on today. Oh, let's see. Yeah, they've got the, hmm, well, it says Friday, but then it says Sunday's date. So I'm going to go with them and guess that it's today. So it's at Johnny Logan's, at Johnny Logan College, which has their massage therapy students, who will be providing three massages for all families of club members from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. on a first-come, first-served basis. And then Santa and his elves will distribute gifts that are all handcrafted by local artist Judy Miller from 5.30 to 6.30. And there's going to be all sorts of activities and fun things there. For more information, you can call Sunshine at 618-457-8877. That sounds like a fun event.
And it looks like that's all the happenings we have for you uh, this time around. But once again, you can send me happenings at treesong at treesong.org if you'd like the whole community to know about what's going on with your event or just some event you heard about, you know, that you think's cool and other people like you would like to hear about. So those are it for our happenings for today, but we still have half of the show left, and we reserved that half specially for all the news that's coming today. We actually got a lot of news this week. I was I was worried that our favorite source, uh, Grist Magazine at grist.org, would be on holiday vacation already, but no, there's a lot going on there, and we'll get to some of that news now. All right, I've got to read this one, both because it, it deals with the Al Gore, with news about Al Gore, which I just mentioned the happening related to his movie, and because I like the title, The Incredible Bulk. <laughs> Al Gore plans to launch a grassroots carbon freeze movement. When is a grassroots movement not a grassroots movement? <laughs> when it's started by a cajillionaire movie star politician, we'd say. But you can't blame Al Gore for trying. At a venture capital conference last week, Gore returned the carbon freeze idea he's been banning about for a while, saying he would, quote, launch an ongoing campaign of mass persuasion at the beginning of 2007 to cut greenhouse gases. The ex-Veep envisions a popular groundswell similar to the nuclear freeze movement of the 1980s, which he once deemed naive and simplistic, but hey, I guess times change. Who, for instance, would ever have suspected that last week's conference pronouncement would be on the heels of visits to Oprah and Jay Leno? <laughs> Who would have guessed that Al Bohr would be up for a possible Oscar nod for a climate change documentary? And who would have thunk that he'd be back to run for president in 2008? <laughs> no, he hasn't committed. Quote, I haven't completely ruled it out, he said last week. We are but mice in your game, sir. <laughs> Straight to the source, Planet Arc Reuters, Associated Press, 11th of December 2006. other news, we'll be in the fallout shelter. A regional nuclear war could create catastrophic global cooling, say scientists. Not fully convinced that a nuclear war would suck? Perhaps this will do the trick. Scientists are reviving the nuclear winter fears of the 1980s, pretending that even a small regional nuke kerfuffle could trigger a devastating global cooling. Advanced computer models show that thick clouds from urban firestorms could rise into the upper atmosphere and block the sun's rays for about a decade, destroying crops and killing tens of millions of people. Oh, 
and the, ooze, the ozone layer would experience significant shrinkage too. In short, says researcher Richard Turco, quote, all hell would break loose. <laughs> That's was the scientific terminology for that. All hell would break loose. About 40 countries have enough plutonium or uranium on hand to construct a decent nuclear arsenal. Not that they would, right? Quote, nuclear weapons are the most dangerous potential environment disaster on the planet, says researcher Alan Roebuck dangerously. Quote, they're much more dangerous than global warming. But nuclear energy is a whole different kettle of catastrophe. Oh, wake us when it's over. Straight to the source, San Francisco Chronicle, BBC News, 12th of December, 2006. So, well, I guess the whole nuclear war thing may, may not be a good idea after all. other news, millionaires beg for change. Business execs and military leaders put the smackdown on the Bush energy policy. Prominent business executives and retired military officials are down on their knees begging Congress and the Bush administration to cut U.S. dependence on oil. Quote, it's the height of folly for the U.S. to continue on this course, lest we have some major economic or national security problem, says FedEx CEO Frederick W. Smith, co-chair of the Energy Security, the, <laughs> the Energy Security Leadership Council. Along with repetition of the domestic drilling and biofuels will save us refrain, <laughs> the council is asking the feds for a 4% annual increase in fuel economy standards for cars, SUVs, and heavy trucks. The 16 members, including hires up from Dow Chemical Waste Management, UPS, Goldman Sachs, and Southwest Airlines will advertise and lobby to nearly half to, to nearly have U.S. oil independence by 2030. And says soon-to-be House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, uh, "Quote: When prominent CEOs and military leaders get together to advocate an issue that's important as energy security, people listen." Well, I guess we'll find out if they listen. Straight to the source, Financial Times, 13th of December, 2006. So it's, it's kind of odd when, uh, <laughs> when millionaires and military people are the ones advocating reducing our dependence on oil. But, but hey, I guess, I guess everybody's starting to realize it now.
And in other news, we have some more news from Europe. Monsieur Heatmiser, Europe's holiday spirit, shopping disrupted by global warming. Oh no, global warming is disrupt disrupting shopping. Ah. In the worst consequences of, of global warming yet, European retailers are fretting that consumers may be too warm to do their holiday shopping. Quote, Christmas business lacks impetus as there is no Christmas spirit in warm weather, laments Hubertus Pellengar, a German retail association spokesperson. Quote, retail sales are far more weather-related than one might assume. Following an autumn that many believe was the warmest in 500 years, Europe is experiencing a record mild winter, leading to artificial snow at ski resorts and sightings of daisies and butterflies. Well, I've, I've actually seen dandelions here in southern Illinois, which usually aren't still around in December. <laughs> but German asthmatics are complaining of pollen. Swedes have experienced rare flooding. Among the few reveling in the new holiday spirit are golfers and builders, whose pursuits are usually set back by cold weather. Quote, if you look at the trends, then you can say that the 2006 record is a signal of global warming, said Dutch atmospheric researcher Rob Van Dorland, who added that his hopes for a Red Rider carbine action BB gun are swiftly melting. <laughs> Straight to the source, Planet Ark, Reuters, 13th of December, 2006. on climate change news a bit, but, uh, well, it, it kind of affects everybody, and it's kind of huge. And here's one with a holiday theme. Santa's gonna be pissed. Arctic summer ice could melt nearly completely by mid-century, a study says. The Arctic Ocean could lose nearly all of its summer ice by 2040, says a study published in the journal Geophysical Research Letters. Research suggests that Arctic ice will begin retreating rapidly around 2024. By mid-century, far northern Canada and Greenland may claim the summer's only ice, while the North Pole will be ocean. Oh, so Santa will be swimming. <laughs> A different study from the National Snow and Ice Data Center finds that the Arctic refroze slowly this fall, with November's average ice cover the lowest since satellite measurements began back in 1979. Quote, it's becoming increasingly unlikely that things will be able to turn around, says researcher Walt Meyer, a glass half empty sort of chap. While melting Arctic sucks for polar bears and Inuit subsistence hunters, the man may profit from new shipping lanes, more accessible oil supplies, commercial fishing grounds, and tourism. Next week, 
Advisors plan to urge President Bush to get busy replacing the U.S.'s aging icebreakers. We only wish we were making that up. Straight to the source, the New York Times, 11th of December, 2006. And in one last story for today. Native Shun. Representatives of more than 50 U.S. tribes gather for climate conference. This week, representatives of more than 50 Native American tribes met in Arizona for a first-ever tribal climate change conference. The crisis is hitting home on U.S. reservations as species migrate and weather patterns change. Quote, we basically have two seasons now, said Robert Gomez of the Taos Pueblo Reservation in New Mexico. The hot and dry and the cold and dry. With reservation boundaries fixed, options are limited. Quote, as our plant and animal species migrate off, we don't have the right to follow them, says Terry Williams, Natural Resource Commissioner for the Tulalip Tribes. To cope, many tribes are exploring the energy-efficient ways of their ancestors and today's alternative energy technologies. Quote, we're all singing the same song, said Colin Soto, spokesperson for the Cocopa tribe, which organized the meeting. Quote, we're trying to tell the rest of the world, look, we're seeing these things and you're not doing anything about it. To which the world would no doubt reply, yeah, and your point is? Straight to the source. The Arizona Republic, United Press International, 7th of December, 2006. And that's all the time we have today for your community spirit. Once again, it's been a fun, energizing, exciting adventure listening to all of this news and these happenings. Uh, if you have any happenings to send our way, or any news as well, you can contact me at treesong at treesong.org. In the meantime, well, I don't know if it's climate change or not, but it's awfully warm weather out there, so you can have some fun adventures out in the sun. And have happy holidays, too. I, I will... I'm not actually sure. I may not be back here next week. It may just be Orr running the board. But in case I miss out, happy holidays, whatever holidays you celebrate, and enjoy the wonderful weather. Well, and by wonderful, I mean warm. You know, it is kind of odd and does concern me about climate change. <laughs> but whatever it is, it's, it's nice out. It's sunny. So go enjoy it, and we'll see you next time.